Hey guys, welcome to Screen Beans. This is episode number three. We're your hosts, Carolyn Chillick and Jerry Wilson. And today we're going to be giving our reviews of Gotham and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Jerry, you ready? I am full of stupid opinions. Me too, so uh, let's get this thing started. Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. So let's get this thing started. I think we're going to kick it off with Gotham Season 3 premiere. Yes, this one was entitled Better to Reign in Hell. Um, this one kind of, it, So it picks up, from obviously, where the season finale last year ended, where I guess Gordon is going to go look for Lee. Mm-hmm. He, he finds her, he finds the house, walks up, has flowers or whatever. And looks like he's going to try to you know make amends, right? But he hears something going on inside, and and uh, decides to be a, a creepy guy and uh, peek peek through the window. <laughs> and I'm surprised she couldn't see this huge silhouette, but she did not. And uh, I mean, it almost like when it started, I almost thought it was a dream. And they had like the little mm-hmm. white flowers kind of flowing down, and this picture perfect, and it mm-hmm. almost looked like. You know, what he sees through the window with her and her other dude. Mm-hmm. It looked like him. Like, for a second, I thought it was him. Like, you know, some a, sort of a dream J- James thing. Gordon knockoff. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was weird. It, well, it was weird because then after that, they go six months into the into the future. Because I guess that happened like six months before. I mean, before. basically, they just needed to, like, why did they even say that he was going to go find Lee? I mean, pretty much just go I mean, so is that, look at a window and then say, okay, never mind. So he went there to find Lee, and he saw that Lee was with somebody else, and then that kind of turned him in, into being the uh, the drunk bounty hunter that we see six months later. I guess. I guess they, they needed to, they wanted some kind of explanation of why he's always sitting in a bar looking <laughs> at the paper and drinking in the middle of the day. Yeah, that's all he's doing now. I have nothing to live for. I know, but I just think that that whole scene was just weird. Like, the way that they shot it, the way that it looked, I mean, it just didn't look real. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It just it, yeah. was, just, it was just odd. Well, uh, well, okay. Well, speaking of more odd stuff and didn't look real, um, so like, the first thing that we see is the drugstore. Oh, yeah. And it's it's all locked up. It's all shut down. And... Okay, so now you know one of these monsters that got out is in the drugstore. Mm-hmm. And then you see who the monster is, and I thought at first, okay, is this is this their killer croc? Yeah, that's what I thought too. I thought that at at first, but obviously later later in the the episode, you see who I believe is the killer croc. This was just some other kind of creation, and I have to say, some Stegosaurus dude. Yeah, it. It was fucking horrible. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it was. He looked dumb. He had those big, huge Pee Wee Herman platform shoes on to make him even taller. Yeah, they just wanted him to look big. They wanted him to look big. It it was it was dumb. I mean, it was downright ridiculous what this guy looked like. Yeah. It, yeah, I don't know if they were trying to get people to think that it was Killer Croc, <laughs> like just doing this to you know, since there's been some talk about him, you know, and you uh-huh. saw something in the, you know, last season with the. Doctor Strange lab and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but I don't know. This guy was just, I, I, you know, just a throwaway character. Well, I mean, he was complete throwaway because then he steps out into the street and gets hit by a big old truck. Yeah. The end. 
Yeah, and then they're, you know they're picking up the pieces and, and all that. So now you kind of figure out that James Gordon is now a bounty hunter. Obviously, he's no longer working with the you know, GPD. Well, he's not working with them, but he is there a lot. Yeah, and they just kind of and talking let, to the captain, and they just kind of let him just kind of have kind of free reign, right? Like, you can just like when Penguin shows up and they're having the press conference inside, yeah, Gotham Police Department, and. Jim is kind of you know up in the the balcony. I'm th- I'm thinking. I, I know you used to work for him, but there's something wrong. Don't you need to be you know outside or in the crowd or? But you're just kind of hanging out. It's like you work here, but you don't work here. If yeah. you only work here when it's needed for the storyline, or you know, I don't know. Yeah, and then you also see that he is obviously kind of. Is working with them, but not working with them. But you also see that um, Lucius Fox has left Wayne Enterprises, and he's working for the Gotham Police Department. Right. And I'm like, what? Huh? Oh, okay. I, yeah. I, 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 like, I like, I like, I like the actor, and I like kind of what they could do with his character. Yeah, and I like how he plays him. I like his Lucius Fox. So I'm kind of hoping that. We get to see some more of him, mm-hmm. but I hope we get to see him back in Wayne Enterprises and not the Gotham Police Department, right. which I, which that felt odd and, and strange to me. I, yeah, because you always thought of Lucius Fox was the guy who took care of the company when you know his you know he was the guy who's been with Wayne Enterprises since his dad. Yeah, and I know. I mean, yeah, he was with them, but now he's not. So. Are they going to try to get rid of all this corruption then he's going to be brought back in or something? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm guessing that's what's going to have to happen. Cause, but it's like they, they lost their forensics person, you know, the Riddler. So yeah. now they had to bring in somebody else to be that, you know, science guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just thought I just thought it was weird. I really really wasn't a big fan of of that of that move. But but then also, I mean, you you we probably will be seeing more of Lucius Fox, so that would be which I, I'm on board with. Yeah, that would be good. But it's just uh, I just you know sometimes their decisions. I just mm-hmm. really that's the best way to mm-hmm. do this. So then, as they're during this scene, they're having this press conference to talk about all the. Um, Arkham inmates who kind of got out all the Doctor Strange creations mm-hmm. and all the presses there. We we get our first look at the you know the new tough ass reporter that's yeah. uh, that's now arrived in Gotham and, and she's she's going to get answers that nobody else in Gotham obviously could. Um, she's tough. Oh yeah, so she's sitting there and she's asking questions. Her name I guess is Valerie Valerie Vale. Valerie vale. Some kind of the aunt. The I aunt. think it's the aunt of. Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale. So this is kind of uh, showing us a little bit. Which about I don't mind. I kind of liked. I, mean, I liked her character. I mean, as long as they don't play her as the Vic, you know, like being played like they did in this one. But, you know, being like a badass, t- ask the tough questions mm-hmm. and kind of like Gotham's version of, you know, Lois Lane kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Just don't make, you know, let's make her tough and like she can handle herself kind of a character. And, and, and smart. Not so, you know, not. Ditzy and dumb, which I don't think she was ditzy and dumb. I, I think that I mean she. I think it's just going to be you know kind of like I mean you're in Gotham now. It's not going to be the same rules. You're going to have to learn how to abide by Gotham rules. Mm-hmm. So she needs you know she's going to have to get tough. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that's kind of what they're angling towards. Yeah, yeah. and then I, you know then Penguin kind of shows up and 
he's pretty much letting the press and everybody know now that he knows exactly who is leading this gang of misfits and he's told the police department and they've done nothing to look for this person. Yeah. And so he calls out, you know, Fish Mooney. Mm-hmm. So now here comes Fish. This, I'm, I'm so done with Fish Mooney. I was we, so we hoping We discussed that, that, you know, we, we both feel the same way. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just, I'm tired of it. So I'm hoping that her time on this show won't be the whole year, but we'll kind of wrap this up. Yeah. Let's at least wrap it up in this fall season. Yeah. So, so then you get your kind of, you know, your, your first look of the penguin and, you know, he still, he now has like butches. Yeah. It's basically like he's leading the, the mob. Yeah. He's leading kind of the mob mm -hmm. section of Gotham's villains. Mm -hmm. And then Fish Mooney's kind of got the weirdos and she's kind of trying to build her own army. Mm -hmm. And then you have, you know, just the outskirts people. Yeah. Just doing their own thing. And then you also see where, um, you know, the penguin meets up at a bar, Barbara's bar oh. that she now has opened up with Tabitha. Mm-hmm. And it's called the Sirens. Yeah, I think that's right. So these two crazy chicks, all right, I, I assume they're in a relationship. Yeah. Well, they've would, been before. Yeah. And so now they've opened up this bar and they don't really need penguins protection and he's tries to give it to him and, and all this and after speaking with them they um, he decides to go ahead and put like the one million dollar bounty on fish mooney mm-hmm. you know dead or alive i don't care bring her to me yeah dead or alive whoever does it gets a million bucks so obviously from there that kind of piques gordon's interest right because the new reporter valerie vale meets him not like meets him at the bar but she goes to the bar that is his local watering hole and his <laughs> home away from home. Yeah. Um, and pretty much says, yeah, uh, Penguin has put a $1 million bounty on Fish Mooney. Yeah. So now that's piqued his interest. He's like, all right, I'm going to find Fish Mooney and bring her in. I'm going to get that million bucks. So is that when he kind of goes to the I think that's when they... To- I think that's when they um, are at that pharmaceuticals company because he figures out that they're stealing drugs and that there's only mm-hmm. one place left that they haven't knocked off yet. Knocked off yet, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's where he goes and sees Fish and Cat Girl, <laughs> not Cat Woman yet. Yeah, know. Cat. Just Cat. Just Cat <laughs> is there, and you know he. You know, comes up to her and she was like, you know, I'm not here alone. And then that's when he gets in the fight and then everybody gets away. Yeah. And his first encounter with this creature, man, uh-huh. that you, you, you know, he's got something, but you don't know yet you don't, what you it don't, is. You don't know yet, but there's something very, um, I say, kind of vampire-y yeah. ab- about him. Yeah, he's very hissy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and so kind of at the same time that you know this is going on, you see that now Bruce, I guess, is back in town. I guess he you know took a you know six months yeah, break okay. or whatever to kind of I guess investigate, look into Wayne Enterprises mm-hmm. to try to dig up some Find information out about to see what's going on. What this court of owls? Mm-hmm. And so this is kind of where he's now getting the the board of directors for Wayne Enterprises together. Yeah, now he's going to start kicking some cans. Uh huh, and and has a and has a pretty good little pretty good little speech 
going. Yeah, he had his mic drop moment. Yeah, he did. And then Alfred. Alfred, he is such a badass. Yeah. I love me some Alfred. Yeah. And he, he calls out that one guy and pretty much puts him in his place. And, you know, as they're, you know, walking out of there, they, they know what they did. They, you know, they kicked the horn's nest and mm-hmm. something uh, in the near future <laughs> will be uh, coming for him. Yeah. So, th- so they knew exactly what they mm-hmm. were what they were doing. They just um, didn't know when or how that was going to happen. How or, or any of that, and so um, so that was pretty cool. Then I guess you kind of see, you know, Gordon and what Vicky, oh not Valerie, Vicky, Valerie's. <laughs> uh, it's it's that, that that's that's going to tongue tie me for this whole series. Yeah, I mean as they have it as a B. Yes, it's Valerie, not Vicky. Whatever. So you kind of see that um, they're kind of having coffee, talking. Mm-hmm. Um, coffee? Are they having? Well, I'm sure. I'm sure James is having some whiskey. <laughs> I'm sure. <he's, laughs> yeah, I'm sure he is. And it, is this kind of where she wants in? Because she kind of knows. Yeah, well, I think, you know, the first time she met him, you know, she's just kind of introducing herself and trying to f- figure him out because she knows his kind of background. Yeah. And then, um, so the second time was after Kat went and talked to her mm-hmm. and kind of found out about where Fish Mooney was going to be. Yeah. So that's when she was talking to James about, you know, what's going to be, ha- like, I know where Fish is going to be. You know, mm-hmm. I know where they're going. And that's when Jim then finds, he goes to the police, you know, goes to Bullock and gets uh, something. Some just, you know, you just see an information, he has yeah. a piece of paper, and you find out it's the the assistant to Doctor Strange mm-hmm. that, you know, and he goes. And he, he knows that they used Valerie because they knew she was going to go to him mm-hmm. and he was going to get to her. And so that's. That's who they wanted was that woman. Yeah. And, uh, but still, even if he knew they were coming, he's, what difference did it make? He didn't do anything. No, he didn't. All all he did was fight that same guy, which now you see has bat wings. Yes. So, and, and, and Valerie Vale got a photo of it. Right. So now he was hanging out more, the window. Yeah. There's going to be more to it. So now we kind of both assume that that's man bat. Which... If it is... Another creation by Doctor Strange. Which doesn't... Uh, just another thing that Doctor Strange made. This is the bad aftertaste from, from season two. It, it continues to be there. Right. And it's Doctor Strange making I, all know, these villains. Like, Man Bat is supposed to be a genius in his own right and does experiments on himself. But yet now he's just another, you know... Thug? Just some created. other created thing from Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. and that's his origin. It's like you're ruining all these origin stories that could make good stories by themselves. Mm-hmm. And then on then on top of that, you, you have all of these villains that are uh, misplaced in the timeline. Well, and plus, and have all of these you know different powers and stuff, and it's mm-hmm. I don't know. And they have that. You know, so, you know, they end up getting the lady because Jim is fighting this man bat and everybody gets away and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. And um, you find out, you know, that she's talking to fish and yeah. 
wants an army and the and lady. Then, then you kind of see Killer Croc. He's now he's he's now back. He's mm-hmm. part of you know Fish's yeah crew. And uh, you know it's kind of like. And you can tell it's something that with Fish Mooney's not right. Yeah, like when every she, time she uses her powers, she kind of gets kind of fainty. Not fainty, but she gets kind of weak. Yeah. Or, you know, like pain or something, uh-huh. you know, that's, and that's what she's wanting to fix is she wants to use her power. And the basic lady's saying, you're fine. You're just rejecting the new, whatever Dr. Strange did to her. Yeah. Every so time stop you using your power, your power mm-hmm. it, you'd be fine. And Fitch is like, no, uh-uh. I want to use my power. Uh-huh. I want this to be permanent. I mean, what's worse than Fish Mooney is Fish Mooney with power. Superpowers? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so then she just gets one of her thugs to, you know, since she's, you know, not getting her information that she wants or mm-hmm. she, you know, just use this old dude that can show his power of making someone old. Making someone old and then just continues to age them as he touches them. And right. then they just, then and then they, they wither just, away. They and they're, yeah. So, oh, you have this person who can make people Older. age. Uh-huh. Hmm. How convenient. Wonder what wonder what's going to happen down the road with uh with that. Mm. Well, obviously it did not take long for us to get one of our questions answered going into the season and that was Ivy. Yeah. How are they going to take her from the young little girl that we've seen up to this point and make her into the new one that they cast right. over the summer? Well, we got our answer because after Peabody is dead. Mhm. They bring in Ivy, who was kind of sneaking around the building, and I guess they caught her. And then Kat's like, Ivy, what are you doing? And then... Well, because so- Ivy sees Bruce Wayne's doppelganger, because mm-hmm. he's been, you know, stalking Kat. Yes. And, you know, all this stuff. And then he sees Bruce Wayne talk to Kat, uh-huh. and he's like, who's this? Who's this? And so Poison Ivy, or, not, or whatever. Ivy. Pamela, yeah. She goes to... Uh, you know, up there to try to find Cat, and he kind of freaks her out because he's uh-huh. she's like thinking he's Bruce Wayne, creeping her, creeping around. Up and there. so then she runs to Cat, saying, "Hey, I've been following you guys, and what are you guys doing? And I'm going to mm-hmm. tell." And it's like, yeah, well, and from why, the, why don't you say everything that you shouldn't say? Yeah, you should just keep your mouth shut. And that's exactly what Cat was. You know, didn't tell you any of this. Right. She didn't want you to get caught up in the middle of it and. Right off the bat, you say, I'm going to tell. Right. No, no, no. No, not at all. And and so then from that point, Fish Mooney is like, hey, uh, can you go uh, go kill her? Right. <laughs> so he touches her just long enough, I'm as, as guessing. She, as, yes, as she takes off running. Mm-hmm. She takes off running. He takes off. Well, somebody else takes off after her. Yeah. Because, well, I think Cat runs after her, too. Uh-huh. And as she gets to like some kind of catwalk or yeah, something, there's like, she, some, there's like a hole, a hole in like a big old tube, pipe. big pipe, and so she kind of has nowhere to go but down into where all this rushing water is through this pipe, and then like just then the guy who ages people to kill them touches Ivy, yeah, for just a little bit, and then she falls into mm-hmm. the the pipe and is I guess washed out to sea or whatever, and so we both assume. That that is how they're going to explain well, Ivy I, going from the little girl to what she most likely will look like in episode right. two. So, yeah, because I was 
reading something and you know they were showing had a photo and it looked like she was like coming up from the water like you know she was wet and kind of like at a, the docks or something harbor yeah and then I was reading that they were saying that they wanted to do more with her character and part of her power is like seduction and that's how she gets her mm-hmm. way on stuff and you couldn't really have a 15 year old doing this uh-huh and so they had to go older so that way when she, so it's like why do you have to do that? I know. She's not there yet. I know. Th- this is this is an origin story for all of these people and about Gotham. Why do you have to make the villains villains now when you know, you know, Batman's at least 10 years away from being Batman? Right. And it's not like we're going to see Batman in this show anyways. Mm-mm. But why do we have to see the villains villains? Right. We're not going to see Batman we as Batman. We don't need all of it yet. I mean... I don't. I feel like why can't you have something where maybe she starts growing up? Like right now, she's pretty immature. Mm-hmm. Well, why can't you see her maybe becoming saying, "Hey, I want you know." You don't have to go a hundred percent seduction. No, you just have to have her trying. Because what fifteen-year-old isn't trying to be sexy? You know, mm-hmm. you're just dressing sexy mm-hmm. and trying to be older and look older. Mm-hmm. They could have had that. Yeah, and, we just need and, to and see just the path. Her, we just need just to see her on the path. Her trying, and you know, it's not working yet because she's young. But this is her personality starting. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to see. You don't need to see full blown. No, or even close to the end of the path that she's on. We need to see her taking those first steps towards becoming Poison Ivy. Not and just learning. <laughs> you know, learning. Not this far ahead. It's like. Her character's jacked up. Killer Croc. It's a lot of these. A lot of the I say super villains or villains that Batman fights when he's Batman, not a fifteen-year-old Bruce Wayne. But right. when he's Batman, we don't need to. A full we don't. We don't need to see them. Yeah. This show. This show. I. I'm see, trying to give it another shot, but they keep. They keep fucking shit up, and I just wish that it was more about the corruption. Mm-hmm. The mobs, how and how you know, dirt, how dirty Gotham is with, mm-hmm. with all of that, and we just see like the paths that and the villains get put on. These villains, mm-hmm. not some doctor and asylum that creates them all. Yeah, even if he does, but they're already on the path, and they already do something to themselves, and then Strange is just there at the end to kind of like. You know, take it one step. Yeah. But that yeah. still is way down the road. Mm-hmm. It's like they're just jumping the gun and getting to it just so they can have all this stuff on the show. Which, you know, Penguin in season one and kind of how he was building himself up in the mob and mm-hmm. doing that. Hey, that's exactly, you know, what I expected. Mm-hmm. And even to today, I mean, I still like how he is like running the mob and like growing and getting more power and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I just wanted to see more fighting with that and, you know, how Mm -hmm. the Penguin was kind of using Jim and, you know, knowing some stuff and then kind of being a snitch for the cops and working all the ends of the system. They could have done that for a a long time. And, and that, and I would, you know, just bring in stuff. I don't, I didn't really need super villains. No, I don't. don't Or I don't need people with special powers. Yeah. And I wish we still had Falcone, like... From from season one, like right. in power, running the mob, running the largest mob, and how of all the cops were dirty, 
And, you know, and how none of them, you know, they were all being paid by either Falcone or mm-hmm. the other guy. I can't remember what his name was. The guy yeah. from uh, Dexter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, having these mob wars and, you know, the politics of stuff being, you know, voted on. And it's like, hey, well, how is this happening? And the mob getting more control yeah. and all this stuff. And that's the way season one, especially the first part of it. They got kind of off track with their whole I, island I, of fish I like the most. Yeah, and all that island with... Yeah, I was like, just fast forward through that stuff. Who yeah. cares? But, you know, that's the parts that I love the most. You know, when they have, like, Jim Gordon, you know, price on his head. And the guys come in and no cops want to help him. And, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the captain ends up getting shot and all this stuff. And, you know, just bad guys that do bad things you don't need to have superpowers and you know if somebody makes some weird machine and you know and starts doing something but it's not like he's you know some weird you know you know can do different special powers or has wings or Mm -hmm. you know i don't know it just yeah i guess like they just it's like they're snowballing and now it's become like this giant snowball and they're like losing control of what the show was it's like i i look at this show and it's i've it's like i I, one hand i think it was a solid episode the other hand i i I don't it's like a 50 50 thing for me and i can pretty much draw the line down where i like all the stuff with wayne enterprises and Court of Owls, and I like all that stuff, and I like seeing Gordon as a detective and figuring things out. But then on the other hand, I hate Fish Mooney. I hate all these villains who are already like villains right. well before they, they need to be, mm-hmm. and that they're just hitting the fast-forward button on them to get them to be villains for right. the show. And you don't, you, don't, you don't need that. I mean, if you took out Fish Mooney and Hugo Strange... And all the stuff with that, mm-hmm. I'd like everything else. I mean, even like Barbara and Tabitha with the, um, you know, with their club, and that guy comes in that says, you know, you're in my territory, and you know, Penguin comes in to settle it, and you know, they're crazy, and they're that just was, that was awesome. And you know, that's the kind of stuff, the corruption, you know, all this stuff, people mm-hmm. gaining power in the city. That turf are, wars and tur- yeah, all that kind of stuff, and then you know, people getting in the middle of it and. You know, I like that whole thing. Like you said, Bruce Wayne with the Court of Owls and stuff, you know, getting into Wayne Enterprises and do mm-hmm. more of that kind of stuff. I, You know, I think that's kind of cool and, you know, see where that's going and all that stuff. And, I mean, if they could just get rid of the superpower villains mm-hmm. and Fish Mooney, I think, I mean, I would, yeah, there would be stuff that I didn't like about the show, but it would be like any other show. This yeah, one, it's yeah. like there's that stuff they're just putting too much time and effort to. It's like put some more time and effort to this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like to just see a good cop show. Yeah. Kind of, you know, but it's in Gotham and you can just kind of see how all these people get put on their paths to become the villains that we know Batman fights. Right. It's like we don't need to see the villains now because we're not, because Batman's not coming. Mm-mm. He's not coming to save Gotham and, no. and, and to fight them. So why do we need to have them? Yeah. We just, just let us see the path that they're on and just take it, take it like that. But I, I will say, you know, it, this episode ended in a way that I thought was pretty awesome with Bruce getting kidnapped. 
Oh yeah. By the like, by the court by the court of owls. <laughs> he's the, about to find out what he the, yeah, who knows. Yeah, what that little speech to the uh the board did. And so now he's kidnapped and caught and you know, Alfred got <laughs> I love I love Alfred and he he did his best but he kinda got you yeah. know, outmatched well, by like, oh, no. a younger guy. Is Alfred about to get stabbed again? I mean he's been stabbed like every season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing I kind of liked in um was the little bromance between Penguin and the Riddler. Oh, uh-huh. And, uh... He's, Penguin's explaining how, how hard this uh, this little puzzle, puzzle box is yeah. to, to undo, and it takes people, it gets passed down from generations to generations <laughs> because they just can't do it. And by the time he's done, Penguin, you know, has it done and opened and... Yeah. Yeah, and I like how Riddler said, uh, you know, penguins eat fish. Mm-hmm. Makes that little, makes his little origami... Oh, a little penguin. The origami penguin slides it across, and just remember this: penguins eat fish. Yeah. So I, it's like their their relationship. And it sounds I, like he's been, you know, going there, you know, visiting like him. regularly. Like right. he's he's, he's there, like, he's, you know, once a week or so, friends. just kind of hanging out. Which I I like that. I no problem to that because like seeing their relationship, uh-huh. it it kind of it kind of makes me like think back to the old. Uh, uh, Batman series. Or like they're all gang where, where up. Was like, all, they're all, all together and, and, you know, and ganging up on, you know, uh-huh. Batman and Robin. So I just kind of, I was like, oh, that, 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 that part's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like that too. So but, I would say in conclusion, we liked it except for anything that involved the supervillains or Fish Mooney. So what, like 50%? <laughs> yeah, I say, I say 50%. All the Fish Mooney crap, I, I, can, I can do without all those villains that Doctor Strange made. I can I can do without. I would it's, like to say Gotham. Can you do an episode without any super villains or Fish Mooney and see how good that episode would be? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just hey man, they're on vacation for a week. <laughs> yeah, laying so, low. Maybe they got the flu. Yeah, not feeling well. Ate mm-hmm. some bad fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's time for. Ghost Rider and Agents of Shield. Is that what it is? It's Ghost Rider and Agents of Shield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. in this episode, definitely. Okay. Yeah. So, Agents of Shield had its season premiere on Tuesday. Yep. And they've adjusted their start time from eight to nine central. And we both kind of speculated that it's not a TV shift as far as they have something that they want to put on in front of it or anything like that. I We felt like they're doing this because of audience and the way that the show is going to go this year. It's going to have more more of an adult mm-hmm. tone to it. Yeah, and just being able to show more, you know, get a little bit more grittier. Because, you know, Ghost Rider is a darker <clears throat> character. So mm-hmm. to be able to show him properly... Well, and to show what he does. Yeah, collecting souls. So, I mean, I think that they're just trying to do like an edgier, kind of darker. Which, hey, I think the whole Marvel's kind of cinematic universe is kind of going that way. You know, mm-hmm. more serious. Yeah. And, you know, you just have that little bit of, you know, comic relief. But, you know, as a whole, you know, kind of just a darker, edgier universe. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of like where their world is heading. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I think it... I mean. To me, I mean, you could definitely see differences, you know, just about by what, I mean, they kick it off with showing Daisy getting dressed and, you know, it's like, boom, hey, it's nine o'clock, folks. <laughs> Kids need to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was 
shocked at that when because the first thing you see is, is she's getting dressed. It's like, whoa, okay, you know this? Okay, it's another. It's a nine o'clock show now. Mm-hmm. And then and then shortly after that, she gets dressed. She goes out there, and then it, it you know jumps to the the three guys in the truck, right? And they're running from something. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this, you know what it is? Yeah, you know what they're running from. Then all of a sudden, like their tires tires get shot out, their engines start smoking, and then their vehicle's just dead. It's yeah. just there, mm-hmm. stuck. Um, and then, you know, kind of, you know, Daisy kind of shows up and doing her thing. And then, you know, all of a sudden here comes this awesome, <laughs> this awesome black charger. Yeah. And the guy launches his little missile launcher at it and to try to destroy him. Mm-hmm. And it hits the car. The car does a flip where the... The special effects on the flip were, were, you know, pretty cheesy. But it's it's a it's a TV show. They don't yeah. have big huge I mean, it didn't movie me. budget. I mean, I thought it was cool because you know it's like they it shows it getting hit and then the flip, mm-hmm. but then it's just the fire becomes Ghost Rider. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like the car just becomes the Ghost Rider car. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought that was cool because I mean, like the burning tires and the kind of like the hot rod and yeah, because for the most part, like. After the flip and the you know car hits the ground and is takes off, I thought the special effects on the car were, were great. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it helps out for one that it's Ghost Rider and he only becomes Ghost Rider at night for the most part, and that it's dark scene that yeah. helps out special special effects, especially on yeah. TV shows. Mm-hmm. You know, because obviously their budget's not not that big, and from the way the sh- the show started. And, like, the first kind of glimpse we get at Ghost Rider just, I guess, ripping somebody's spine out or something because blood just slides I mean, yeah. along the car. It's like, you know, okay, this is, this is, a, this is a change from yeah. what you're not, Agents has been you know, up I, to this point. I watched, you know, most of the season this summer, or the whole show this uh-huh. summer, and you're, you're never getting that kind of blood. People get shot and all that kind of stuff, but you're not getting, like, people being maimed and blood being splattered across. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, definitely the shift. Mm-hmm. And that's you the, can and, see it. And that little blood splatting on that, I mean, that was a lot of blood, too. And it's like, that's, that's not the only time you see a lot of blood. Like, you know, later on in the episode you do. Mm-hmm. But, so then he's, you know, grabs some... Grabs one of them, drags him, puts him in the trunk of his car. And at this time, um, Daisy, Quake. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to call little, her Daisy. I'm just, a little, little vigilante action. Yeah. Robin Hood of sorts. Uh-huh. She's now kind of stuck on the other side of this firewall. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of looking through fire to kind of see what's going on. And all she can see is somebody with a flaming head. Yeah. Put somebody in the trunk of the car and is driving right. off. So she kind of needs mm-hmm. to figure out, okay, who was this person? Right. And I like how they kind of just tease it. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't see the full effect yet. Yeah. Because, you know, when they show it later, it's it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they didn't just show off everything right at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And I think, and then from, you know, after that scene, you kind of go to the... Colson and Mac 
now you're back to being agency. So, so now, yeah, now you're back to agency shield. All right, good. Coulson, Mac, they're on the you know they're on their big plane mm-hmm. that I guess hasn't landed in six weeks. Yeah, I think that's like six, six weeks. weeks, something like that. And then they get a report that they need to come back to to headquarters mm-hmm. um, because I guess they were supposedly going to stay up there for like ten weeks. Yeah, flying around. So they got called back early. Um, so they go back, and obviously you, you all kind of know what why they got called back for kind of what's happened. Well, May called him. Well, May called him because yes. she kind of find out because you know on the side they've been looking for Daisy, mm-hmm. but you know they want to find him. Before, like, the actual director and his agents. Yes, because now there's a new director. Right. Because from the events that happened at the end of last season. Where they have the... The, the president Scovi- the and Scovia the or whatever. Uh-huh. And now the government is taking over S.H.I.E.L.D. again. And it's, you know, it's changing and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, people have to register and all that kind of stuff. And Yeah. So then they, they kind of, I say, kind of demoted... Agent yeah, Coulson. I mean, I would probably say that they kind of had a discussion. I, Agent Coulson, I don't think ever really liked being director. I think he liked being out in the field yeah. and doing that kind of stuff. But this was kind of probably, you know, he stepped down mm-hmm. because they said, you know, you, you probably should you step probably down. should step down. Yeah, and yeah. he was like, okay, I'll do it. So it's kind of like you know asking mm-hmm. someone to resign instead of firing him. Yeah, you know, let's let's give you some. And I, and I like seeing Coulson and Mac. Yeah. As a team, I, I like those two two paired up. And Mac you, and Handy. Mac and, Mac and Handy. <laughs> <laughs> so so that that's really cool. And then you also kind of see that that May that I don't know if I guess May is she's a, a still a field agent, but she's at headquarters she's doing like training, training and stuff well, for I the think most they, part. They talk about it later that they've kind of split their team up. Yeah, they're they're all so Colson Mac is doing one thing and she's doing one thing. And then Fitz is doing, you know, working in the lab. And then Simmons has seems kind to of be like, like second in command ish. Yeah, not quite sure exactly where so she all is, of them but are... she seems to answer to the new director. Which mm-hmm. in this episode we don't we, we don't, don't see, see who the yet. new director is, so we don't you know have nothing really to, to say about him. But it seems like you know Simmons kind of wanted to stay, get as much power as she could get, mm-hmm. and continue to try to get so that she can. Right, kind of, and you can't tell her things, stuff like that. Yeah, because then because there's something like they she has to take the, the daily like a, lie detector tests. Yeah, so she can't keep any secrets. So yes, yeah, she has power and she has the director's ear, mm-hmm. but you can't tell her stuff because yeah. she's going to have to tell them. Yeah, she she must have failed the old uh, lie detector test back at uh, Shield Academy. Yeah, you know how to beat the lie detector. So, yeah, who yeah. knows what they're doing now? So, yeah, so you can't tell her. Her anything, which that kind of leads to Fitz mm-hmm. going over to the doctor's house. That was yeah, Dr. Ratcliffe. The, yes, Dr. Ratcliffe. And I guess he had something that he wanted to show Fitz and Simmons to kind of get what they thought about this this new thing that he did. Because he thinks it's really cool. Yeah, because they ended last season with him kind of toasting something. Yes. And, you know, talking to his computer and stuff. And mm-hmm. then you kind of find out it's a body for her. Yes. And, you know, they, they I mean, not you don't hear much. And I kind of forgot about it until he, you mm-hmm. know, she showed up. She she showed up and completely surprised Fitz because he's like, sitting on the couch. And here's this 
naked woman, which right. appears to be a naked woman right there. And she's, you know, she's having a little glitch and just keeps kind of repeating the same thing over yeah. and over and over again. And, and then, you know, Dr. Ratcliffe was like, oh, 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 I'm sorry. And, you know, puts a little robe on her and stuff like that. And Fitz is just like, what the hell? <laughs> what is this? And then Fitz kind of lays into him. You can't do any of this stuff without approval. You need all this stuff. You got to get this stuff approved. And mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. certain things about your probation that you can't do. Yeah. What What have you What have you done? Yeah. So. He had a little weird science. Uh huh. And then he was. <laughs> and then you know he was like, yeah, I kind of. And you know I kind of did this. I was kind of hoping you know you both you and Simmons would be here. And Fitz is just like, no, we 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 cannot tell. Simmons about this at all and then eventually Fitz kind of gets on board with this project right but he gets on board and kind of says yes we need to show it to Simmons but we can't show it to her till it's perfect yeah and I kind of feel like he's going to do this because Ratcliffe needs a little bit of supervision and I think he likes the I mean he he likes the idea Mm -hmm. but it's like what is this going to open up for them in the future. Now they can make robots that are exactly like a human. I mean, I mean, this is going to open up some, you know, some yes, stuff because, that cause, who cause, knows what's going to happen later. Is she going to get into the wrong hands? Can you reprogram her? You know, what's... Because Fitz gets, jumps to the conclusion that everybody would, would jump to is, uh-huh. okay, is she going to be weaponized? That That's... I mean, is she going to be used for war? And even if, it's, and it's, it's like, it even, even if she's not built for it, she's a computer program. She'll yeah. do whatever somebody programs her to do. Uh-huh. Yeah, she, she, yeah, she's programmed to be a decoy. Well, yeah, if you programmed her to be a decoy, yeah, I'm sure she'll be a damn good decoy. But I also assume she if you can program fight? her, she can be programmed to do other things. Yeah, and as a decoy, what, is she just going to walk around? Mm-hmm. She's probably going to have to know how to fight. And yeah. then if she can fight, then she can. So yeah, so that's just gonna. I feel like it's gonna open up a whole new can of worms. Yeah, yep. And so then you kind of go back to headquarters when um, Mac and Coulson have landed. They kind of see May in the hallways, and you know now you can kind of tell that all these like doors are color coded for yeah, their spectrum or yeah. It's not. It's not like there's not levels anymore. It, everything is color coded because we want everybody to to feel good and and not to yeah, think I, that there's a, a hierarchy. When yes, there is a hierarchy to all of it. Right. I mean, and just just saying that. Oh no, that there's not. Everything's different colors for different things. You know, things that you don't you don't have to be involved in. You know, it's, or even when they made some sort of thing about. I thought this was level level red. Well, red and yellow make orange. So. I get to do red and yellow. Yeah. I don't know. It's I can like... do red, yellow, and orange. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's ridiculous. But you see where, where May kind of hooks back up with Colson and Mac and kind of lets them know what you know happened in L.A. Mm-hmm. Somebody kind of fitting Daisy's description has popped up. Some other stuff going on out there. But I can give you a couple hours to get out there before this kind of hits the wire and people are going to know that... That's possibly Daisy. Yeah. yeah. Well, and plus it's like, you know, they kind of figure out that there was these weapons, like this Aryan race. You know, it's like mm-hmm. all these people are work. There's some sort of, you know, they were going after those wild dogs or whatever from last season. Yeah. 
And but now it feels like there's some sort of underlying bad guy that's you know getting all of these different groups to kind mm -hmm. of work together because mm -hmm. that's kind of like what it started out. These guys were stealing a weapon. They had a car. And so now the weapon is in somebody else's hands. But it's kind of like people that are working together that mm -hmm. you wouldn't think would be working together. So yeah. that, I'm sure, is going to unfold somehow in the you know coming mm -hmm. up season. But So it's this weapon. So now they're kind of looking for Daisy and this weapon at the same time. Mm-hmm. And trying to find the truck, and you know when they when they actually so Daisy she goes because she actually ends up you know saving quote unquote one of those guys from the truck, but he has already been burned, and so they have yeah. the line: once you've been burned by the Ghost Rider, <clears throat> your soul you know once you get burned, your soul's burned or something. You can't be fixed. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. screwing up the line, but it was a pretty cool line. Yes, it was. It was very. <laughs> so if you want to hear what the line is, you need to you know watch the show again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's yes, cool. it was it was it was really cool. So yeah, so she finds him in the hospital, and, and she's asking him some questions, and he just kind of dies on her. Right, right like all of a sudden. So floor. now it's like, yeah. oh well, this is convenient. Now it looks like she killed him, uh -huh. and then she busts a hole in the busts wall. Busts a hole in the wall and jumps out. So, so she's kind of, you know, figuring out... You know, it's basically, like we were saying, a three-prong invest... You know, agents are... You know, Coulson is looking for Daisy and, you know, looking mm -hmm. for this weapon. She's out there looking for this ghostwriter and kind of looking for the weapon. And yeah. then the ghostwriter's out there looking for the weapon. Mm -hmm. So he... Uh, so it's kind of like they're all three kind of doing the same thing, but then kind of, mix, you know, looking for each other and all this yeah. kind of stuff. And just like, you know, that, like a triangle. Just kind of yeah. doing some stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so Colson and them find the truck. Yes, they And, do. you know, they see Robbie. At this time, you don't know who he is because you haven't technically seen his face. As the tow truck driver. As the tow truck driver. Yes. You mm -hmm. know, they show him and you're like, oh, that's him. But, you know, mm. you know. So At this point... If, if, you're not if, supposed if, to know. Yeah, you're not supposed to know if like, you haven't, you know, done any, you know, Google searches or... Seen any pre... You know, yeah, you're just jumping into this. Images. You know what? Hey, it's starting. I heard this was... I heard this was a good show. Good show. Let's, Let's this. watch this. Yeah, you, you probably missed it because it was very quick. Yeah. And so and then Colson and Mac, they go to... They go to the truck. Uh-huh. They open up the back and then here's where well, you... Well, no, first he uses his hand. Oh, you know, his, oh his yes. sweet new hand his that he got. His sweet new hand with his, you know, his self high five thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What can that hand not do? It's pretty. That's a pretty cool little, uh, little option. Yeah. So yeah, and they see those dead bodies in there, mm -hmm. and so they open it up, and you, and that's you've seen that in the preview where they open the truck up, and you see all this blood. Yeah, all the blood on the the floor of the trailer. I yeah. mean, and and so this is another spot where I'm thinking, the blood that they showed just on that little clip of them open up the door that, that's got to be more blood than they showed all last season yeah mm -hmm. and, and so then they open up the door and then you see that there's two two dead bodies in there that are pretty mm -hmm. beaten up pretty yeah, bad and they, they kind of talk about how they look like they they beat each other up yeah but the weapons the weapons out there nothing else is in there it's just just those those two dead bodies but they see their uniform yep and so later you know they show those guys with their boss. I'm not sure what gang it is. Some Asian gang. Mm -hmm. And they're wearing those same uniforms. So 
You know, oh, okay, this is going to be easy to find. But they, <laughs> you know, they open the box and you see uh-huh. this. Some kind of mist stuff? Like, kind I don't of know, kind something. It's kind of rolls like kind of out. Like, it kind of like goes off to the side, but it hits mm-hmm. all the, gu- you know, it hits. Mm-hmm. And I. It obviously, it obviously fucked with them. Yeah. Because it, I, I think that when it, they they breathed it in or it went through them or something that when they would see the other guys they would think the other guys were monsters where I don't really think that they were no monsters. it's like you I see that just, that black like their face kind of their eyes turn black and their face kind of turn like gray and mm-hmm. like zombies but then you also see that some kind of ghostish yeah some sort ghost of ghost lady I don't know it's something I don't know if it's a ghost I mean who knows. Mm-hmm. Like some sort of weapon, like, you know, this is her, I'm thinking that it's an inhuman and this is her, some sort of power. That's what she was turned into. Okay. So you think that she's an inhuman? I'm hoping that she's not. I'm hoping that it's something more kind of. I don't know. I mean, like spiritual? Spiritual, like more like Ghost Rider-y and not an inhuman. But with the show, I mean, if it is an inhuman... They can do that because that's what the show has pretty much been up to this point, at least a lot the previous two years. I mean, I don't mind her being an inhuman because they have inhumans. Yeah, I mean, Daisy but is. But, Yo-yo. you know, they don't have to be like, you know, I'm an inhuman kind of, you know, <laughs> database. <laughs> but, you know, that's kind of... Anyway, so you see the... See her, and you see her a couple of times, and she whispered something or something mm-hmm. in that dude's ear or yeah. something. So then Coulson and them, you know, come in after they've already attacked and they gain the weapon. And May's mm-hmm. there to, you know, get and, them back. And May gets, the like, the ghost and goes through May. Yeah. Something happens because at the end May of the episode. Ghost. <laughs> yeah, she, she got raged. She got raged. Yeah so, yeah, so so the ghost at one point in there goes through, goes through May. Yeah. So I assume... Next episode or sometime well, you soon. Saw with, it's with Coulson. Mm-hmm. His face, you know, she saw his face go yeah. weird. So something's up with her. Mm-hmm. So we'll just have to wait and see what that is. Yeah, and then after, you know, when Coulson and Mac found that truck, it kind of goes back to Robbie Reyes talking with the, uh, the, little, the no. skinhead guy who's all chained up in his warehouse. And it was pretty much saying, hey... The buyers weren't there. Nobody was there. Yeah. Nobody was there. The information you gave me w- was wrong. Mm-hmm. And got in his car and started it up and then... Crush him. Crushed him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just crushed him up against the wall. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. Now, now is when you start seeing a little bit more... You know, that's when you first see his face, and so then now you're knowing mm-hmm. who he is. Yeah, so now, yeah. And Daisy's doing her own in- investigation. She's doing more, less of the weapon, more of him, more and trying to find trying the car. Trying to find him, yep. And, and, and she, you know, she's walking down the sidewalk, she sees this kid spray painting, tagging a building, and on this building is the, is the huge fire skull. Yeah. And, she, you know, she sits there and she kind of asks him a couple questions and, and, and all that, and and uh, kind of puts her in a one direction mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to kind of go look for his car and stuff yeah. like that, and kind of stumbles across some kind of some guys out with you know old cars, fancy mm-hmm, old cars, mm-hmm. and shows them a picture of not 
of Ghost Rider's car, but just of what... Yeah, a black dog. Black. He kind of uh, puts it off as like what her, her brother's car, boy, boyfriend. Yeah, something like her that. Her boyfriend yeah, wrecked his for, car. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for parts, and and then one of the guys points her in the direction of uh, an old wreck yard. Yeah. Junkyard with all just like uh, movie cars and stuff mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that. So she goes there to kind of ask some questions. And as you see Robbie Reyes kind of getting ready to go out. Yeah. I mean, he to is, ride. he is, yes, he's going to, he's going to go ride. Like she shows up and he's kind of, oh, oh. And then she starts asking, you know, some questions about, I'm just looking for, you know, some car parts for my, my boyfriend's car and mm-hmm. all this. And then he was like, okay, well, come to the, the trailer to yeah, do first something. They were, th- he was just going like, to let he, her go. Yeah, he did. I think he, he blew her off. But then something, something happened to where he he wasn't going to blow it off anymore because at that because at first he kind of blew her off like you know she was about to just go her own way and he can go about his but then uh-huh. something happened to where he's like uh come with me to the office we'll just go over here we'll mm-hmm. you know do something right paperwork or something and look through photos yeah because you know he's just a night shift he's just night shift and so as they're walking towards the trailer, he kind of starts to walk behind her, and he kind of starts kind of just flipping his, his keys. And I guess that's something that he did earlier, mm-hmm. and she kind of picked up on it. So cause once he started doing that, she was kind of like, this is him. Yeah. And so they kind of, she turns around, and they're actually meeting each other because yeah. they both kind of know something. And then he kind of goes for her. She uses her quake powers. Yeah. And pushes him back, and up, he, like, ups against, like, a big truck. Big old white rape van. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's when he gets, like, that big pipe or something and it, uh, catches it on catches fire. Catches it on fire and, and all that. And he says, like, yeah, you have the devil in you and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So then they get into an awesome fight. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool because then you see him kind of become Yeah, you Ghost see Rider. him change because, you know, she's asking all these questions like, Mm-hmm. Who, you know, you killed a teacher, and he's like, he was a pedophile. You mm-hmm. killed this guy, you know, he, you know, it's all he bad guys. And, yeah. yeah. And and she's like, well, what gives you the power to choose? And then he's like, I don't choose. He mm-hmm. does or something. And then uh-huh. you can see him start changing, you know, and like the skin kind of melts off or uh-huh. kind of flakes off. You know, you see the skull come out. And, and then the ghost rider, ghost rider appears. and Right. Yeah. He chooses, and then, you know, they're fighting, and, you know, she's doing her quake powers and all this stuff, and, you know, gets, he t- brings down a shelf on her, so she's having to use her powers to keep this from crushing her. Mm-hmm. And you can see Ghost Rider knows. Yeah, he can look into her soul, and he, he knows she's, she doesn't have the devil in her, and she's right. not, she's not bad, that she is a good soul. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not going to take her life. Yeah. Her soul or anything like mm-hmm. that. So And so then that's kind of like where you see her know that she is um mm-hmm. not a bad guy. Yeah, that there's something else to him. Yeah, he's not, uh, just, he's, a, just, not he's not just a serial killer. Yeah, he's, he's not. killing people that deserve it or, you know, it's it's and, the same and maybe, as her. And maybe she starts to maybe she starts to realize that that he can't really control it mm-hmm. once he becomes Ghost Rider. That 
the Ghost Rider is going. He, he takes it, over. He is going to do it, and there's something more to him, and something about taking souls. Because then you, you find out later on in the episode where she's kind of stalking him, and and she you know is like has her binoculars out, and she's kind of stalking him, and sees that you know he's helping his yeah. brother, which I don't know if she knows yet or not, if it's his brother or not, to get into the wheelchair and mm-hmm. pushing him into into class and school and stuff like yeah. that. So I think from she sees that and thinks, okay, he. There's more. To I, him. I think there's there's more to him. He seems like he is a nice guy. Something else is going on with him to cause mm-hmm. the flaming skull. Yeah. So. Yeah. So there's more to it. So yeah, I think. I mean, I think this episode. It was. I mean, with the ghost. I mean, the Ghost Rider. I thought everything with them was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it was awesome. You know. I mean, the other parts of the story, you know, there were good parts and, you know, it's just kind of chugging along. But I think they, you know, they, I think they put all of their concentration into Ghost Rider and to making him look really good and yeah, all that I, kind of and, stuff. And, and just, I, I completely agree. I think that. The other part I, of the story was just kind of like, okay, we need to keep this moving along, you know, mm-hmm. learn about how this new system is. And, you know, this is just the stuff that we need to talk about so you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, whatever. Because even like, you know, Mac and Coulson and May and, you know, you know, there was nothing really, they didn't really do anything. Yeah. You know, see the little bit with May and mm-hmm. then her and Gemma getting that, you know, argument. And you kind of see Gemma wield her power a little bit and saying why she's doing what she's doing. And so, um, yeah, we'll just have to. But yeah, I think that the, the Ghost Rider element. To this, especially in the episode. season episode, you know the season yeah, premiere, they're was, wanting to like get people. You know, they're wanting to show like, hey, this is a different kind of show. Mm-hmm. You know, we moved the time. You know, it's going to be edgier. It's going to be darker. We're looking for you know more of a, an adult audience, mm-hmm. and we're we want to show you why. Yeah, and, that's, and, and I think and that's that kind of proven it when they. I mean, because I think we talked about this in our our preview about this show is. Neither one of us think that Ghost Rider is going to be in every episode all season long. Yeah. He's he's just not because it's so expensive, one, to, to do all that stuff. But I think the beginning part of this season, he's going to be heavily involved, obviously, because they have, you know, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Ghost Rider. Right. I mean, his, his name is, you know, on the, right. yeah. the title. So he's going to be involved pretty heavily. I just hope that as these episodes go, they kind of continue to have some of the good stuff that they've had in this episode continue once Ghost Rider's not yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And it kind of continues a, a, a good story. Yeah, That's kind I of agree. what I'm looking for. And for the most part, I thought this episode, I thought it was, was awesome. Loved it. Probably because I'm thinking about all the Ghost Rider stuff uh-huh. that happened and not so much all the little other stuff that happened. But every time I saw Ghost Rider and everything that had to do with Ghost Rider, I liked. Uh-huh. I enjoyed it. I've seen you know comments and all that all over Facebook and Twitter where there's people from one side to the other side and everybody in between mm-hmm. how they feel that you know they like this Ghost Rider, they hated this Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider needs to ride a motorcycle, not a car, and all this all this stuff where it's. You know what? If Ghost Rider actually was going to be on Netflix or have another movie, he wouldn't be on this TV show. Obviously, there were no other options for him 
yeah. at this time, right? Other than to be on Agents of Shield, so what they've done is kind of hopefully given some people the powers that be some kind of taste of what this Ghost Rider could be, right? And maybe they can swing this into a Netflix, yeah. Even if you just have show. like you know defenders. You know, kind of like dip their toe in. But I, I feel like, you know, I've said this before. It's kind of like Punisher. There was no talks of like a TV show for Punisher mm-hmm. until after you saw him on Daredevil. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. people loved his character and loved the actor and, you know, just, you know, what he did on the show. That then they're like, okay, we'll do a Punisher show. I feel like if they can show, you know, him, you know, really well, you know, do a really good job mm-hmm. with him on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. And then even just tease a little bit about, you know, the more darker edge of it. Then you could go full-blown Ghost Rider on Netflix. Because they're not going to be able to go full bl- Ghost Rider. Because you can't go all the way. Yeah. You know. It's going to have to go to Netflix. But I think that they can just see fan reaction and judge that. And, you know, if you want the show, I mean, hey... If, They've proven it before. If you say you want it and enough people say it, mm-hmm. they're willing, they're going to listen. Yeah. Yep. Because that's, I mean, all they're looking for is people to watch the show. So if they feel like they can get the people to watch the show, mm-hmm. I feel like they'd make it. Yeah. And I would love to see, and I would love to see Ghost Rider get turned into his own Netflix show. And then that kind of morph into some other characters. That aren't with the defenders that we already know that yeah. are, that are coming, but more like Blade and Moon Knight to have their own kind mm-hmm. of thing get started up. I just I just hope that that they that they write it well enough and that enough people like it, like you said, that it can really start to pick up speed. Yeah, and all get that. a following. So, yeah, but so yeah, I think that's gonna do it for this week. I think. Uh, you know, Gotham, Agent Shield, looking forward to next week's episodes and mm-hmm. or actually I don't think Gotham has an episode next week. I think it's just Agent Shield. So uh I think they're doing mm. the uh the debate Monday night. The big debate. So uh, shoot me in the face. <laughs> we'll see what uh what we'll be uh talking about next week. So uh thanks for uh tuning in. Uh let us know how you feel, how you feel about Ghost Rider, what do you think about those Super villains and Hugo Strange on Gotham. Love them, hate them. You know how you know how we feel. So uh, <laughs> let us know. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Screen Beans Podcast or Twitter at Screen Beans Pod. Or you can always find us at our uh, website, ScreenBeansPodcast.com. So uh, thanks for, so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. 